You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today, we are going to be going over the books we loved in 2020 and the books we can't wait to read in 2021. Yes! I'm so excited for this one. But before that, I want to just talk about, like, we're moms. And so I think it's time that we talk about um, what it's like to have a toddler and, yeah, aka a terrorist living in your house <clears throat> and just the joy of, of them. Oh my and gosh. I wanted yeah. to share my experience. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. So um, this past weekend, like literally yesterday, we got back from Disney World. Tanner and I on Wednesday, so this was like four days ago, we're just like, hey, you know what would be crazy? Like crazy? As if we like got in a car right now and bought tickets to Disney World and just drove there. And we did it. Like very spontaneous. I yeah, I was super into it. And we threw our toddler in the backseat with like a lot of snacks and a lot of toys. And honestly, she did fabulous. And then we got to Disney World and we... we we didn't know that they had to wear masks because, like, she's two years old. She's not three. And so we, like, most people just enforce it at three. And so we get there and, like, they're like, oh, no, your daughter has to wear a mask. So not only were we trying to teach our daughter, like, how to wait in lines or, like, how to, like, function as a human being, but, like, also we had to, like, put this mask on her face. And she is, like, the most stubborn child we've ever met. And so the first day we spent, like, apologizing to everyone in the line. We were just like, we're so sad. Like... <laughs> Like, she's not usually like this. And everyone's like, it's okay. And we had to be in line with these people for, like, 40 minutes of time. To the point where, like, I realized that if I, like, made sarcastic commentary, that, like, people would laugh at us, and then it wouldn't be physically <laughs> painful for us to be in line with them. But then I, like, crossed a line where, like, I then was like, oh, crap, yeah. they're going to report us to CPS or something like that. <laughs> so I went way too far. But this was, like, I had, like, written lines. I was, like, these are my one-liners for when my child throws a fit on the floor. <laughs> she would cry. And I would look at her and I'd go, heaven forbid I take you to the happiest place on earth. And, like, it would always get everybody laughing. And I'd be, like, <laughs> I'm hilarious. So I'm a cool mom. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, so blatant sarcasm. And, yeah, like, and then I would say things like, oh, no, a child crying at Disneyland? Like, the audacity. And, uh, like, I literally was just, like, trying to be, like, don't look at me. But, like, another thing was, like, with them. yeah, just, like, laugh with me. It's fine. She's just crying. Um, she was obsessed with the ducks. Not, like, Donald Duck, but, like, the actual random ducks in, like, the dirty water. <laughs> and, like, the rocks, the pebbles, and the random things. Not the things we, like, paid $500 for her to notice, of course. But, like, she would, like, be, like, no, let's, like, sit <laughs> on this fountain and, like, stare at it for 20 minutes or I'm gonna scream. And I was, like... Cool. But honestly, it was, like, really beautiful at night. There was, like, a perfect, like, four-hour period. Because we would go for three or four hours, then take a nap, all of us, because we desperately needed it. And then come back (laughs) at night, have, like, ice cream, and just, like, walk around the park for, like, a few hours and ride all the rides while it was super chill. And I just feel like the atmosphere was super chill for Adelaide. She wasn't overstimulated. And it was, like, some of my favorite memories ever. I'm really glad that we did it. But I definitely feel like you have to have a sense of humor going mm-hmm. into parenthood just in general like oh, the amount yeah. of times I've been pooped on yelled at spit on I have bruises all over my body from that kid 
inward and outward. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just have to, like, laugh at motherhood or else you're going to sob. <laughs> Be like, I it's can't It's kind of a this. crap show in the yeah. best way. Okay, your turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I have... Uh, he's one. Well, he's, like, 15 right now. I feel like you can't just say, like, years until it's, like, two. Yes, I Is understand. That but then I used to judge those people who'd be like, I have a 20-month-old. I'm like, he's, like, almost two. Just say almost two. But I'm like, now I'm at that stage, and I'm like, they... There's, there's a difference. So he, there's a very yeah. big difference in, like, developmentally, like, a 15-month-old yeah. and a two-year-old. Incredibly different. Oh, so different. Yeah. Like, and their I didn't knowledge realize of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't hate on... Those mothers, yeah. everybody that doesn't have kids. That I'm saying. Because we're all crying inside. Just tell us we're doing a good job and that our kid is pretty and we'll love you forever. Yep. <laughs> so his name is Lincoln. He's super cute. He's 15 months old. Um, But I like, I had this weird thing where I like freaked myself out. I have like a weird anxiety when it comes to my kid, which I think everyone does. Yes. But I was like, I don't want him to like watch a lot of TV. Like he'll watch TV with us. Like, we'll put shows on, and he can be in the room with us while we watch them. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to put a ton of kid shows on for him, which I don't know why. Like, it, that's not something that bothers me. Anyway, <laughs> it's not like, important. It will change. It's fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> They're yeah. all going to be binging it's, Netflix and eating McDonald's yep. in their 20s anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's, like, I already have, like, the first time I had him watch a show, because I was, like, so overwhelmed, that I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to put this, like, kid show on, and it was this channel on YouTube called Super Simple Songs. God bless. Which, those people if you know they're like the know. only tolerable <laughs> they're like the only tolerable songs yes. like i put on the other stuff and i was like why are you singing like bad grammar like songs i don't understand <laughs> I i'm so confused yeah so i remember the first time i put that on and like let him sit he like watched it for like 45 minutes to an hour and i was just like sat there and i was like this is amazing like, i can finally I... take a break <laughs> yeah <laughs> you deserve a break Anna. yes you do <laughs> but so, anyways, the story I'm trying to get into, my, like, huge backstory setup, is that I love to go thrifting, and mm-hmm. I'm currently shopping for presents right now, and I have my husband's sister for my secret Santa, because we all do secret Santa, and I really <laughs> want to get her this, like, nice wool, like, pea coat, and I know I can Ooh. find one. It just, it's hard to go thrifting with an idea in your head. Usually it's like mm. I go there and I'm like, what speaks to me? Like, what nice things can I find here? <laughs> um, and so I had Lincoln with me and I went to the thrift store called Savers, which I love. And I put him in the car and he always does this thing where like the buckle that straps around them, he loves to try to like wiggle out of it, like and stand oh, up so in the seat. so cute. I can just imagine like little, little crying yes. big eyed boy. Oh. <sighs> It's cute, but I'm like, I was not there for it that day. I was like, yeah. please just sit down in the cart. <laughs> and so I had, like, four humongous, not humongous, like, just big, nice jackets in my cart. And I was like, I need to find a, a mirror to go somewhere to try these all on and, like, get my sister's opinion, who also thrifts. She's amazing. Um, So I he's in the cart, and, like, he's, he's hanging out for a little bit. He's running his hands along everything that we pass. And then I get... <laughs> To wear, like, the mirrors and start trying these coats on. And he just starts, like, yelling. Not, like, crying. He's not in distress. Kids <laughs> just do this thing where, like, they just yell so loudly sometimes. And, like, the people <laughs> shopping around me are, like, looking at me like, uh, is that a-? And I'm like, Lincoln, shh, shh, be, like, be quiet, Lincoln, be quiet. Like, as I'm trying on these, like, heavy, <laughs> gigantic coats. And it's everyone, always, like, when you're like, in a bathroom stall and, like, your child figures out how to, like, open the latch and you're, like, seriously, yes. someone's going <laughs> to see my crotch, please, like, <laughs> shut the door. <laughs> oh, so I finally turn around 
to put, and like, the child is different. I turn around, and Lincoln is standing up in his seat. Like, no. just standing up. I, like, turn around. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I sit him down, and I'm like, you know what? I'm at the point. I'm at the point, Lincoln. Just take this, take my phone. So I put this <laughs> super simple songs on, which is his, it's turned into his crack. This is the only thing I can get him to watch where he will, like, actually be quiet and, like, cuddle with me for a second. So I put it on and he, like, literally slumps back in the seat and, like, just has both his his little hands holding my phone watching it. And this lady next to me who was, she probably was in her, like, 60s, late 60s, turned to me and she was like, yep. She's like, TV will do that to them. Just make sure you don't rot his brain. And I was, like, so overwhelmed at that point. That what I was just say? like... Did you clap back? Did you clap back? I, like... Part of me just, like... Part of my brain just went, like, black. Because I was, like... I, <laughs> like... I was already so overwhelmed in the situation. There was, like, a coat on the floor. There was two coats in the things. And, like... I'm, like, looking at the label to see what's, like, wool. What has cashmere in it. And so I'm already, like, a hot mess. And so I just remember looking at her being, like... Yeah, but, like, if he's gonna be quiet for a second... Like, you can't really judge, Right? I like that's like the best I could say. If I would have been Honestly, in like the right mindset, yeah, I would have like no. clapped back at, at her. At least you defended but... yourself. Like I would have been like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to like hit me with your car while you're at it? Like whatever you want. Like <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm do like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm something? a bother to you. Do you want money? <laughs> like here, here's my wallet. Take it. Like I would have been like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but then like I, ugh. she Did even has like back? she had this like the little bob, and then she's like, yeah, and she's like, I guess you like it's hard when they're young like that. And I was like, yep. And then I, like, walked away and I left two coats on the floor. I was, like, so embarrassed. Wait, Anna, this girl is saying this to you as she is also in a thrift store. It's not like I you're know. at Bur- It's not like you're at Barney's or, like, at Tiffany's. And she's like, um, excuse me, you're, you're both at a thrift store where everything is, like, 25 cents. Right? Where is her credibility let alone, here? Let alone, she was shopping in the section of, like, the bed sheets. And, like, there are some no. rough bed sheets at thrift stores. So I'm like... You know, the stuff I'm buying is, like, $10. The stuff she was looking at was, like, literally one fifty. So I was like, my lady, please, don't come for me at the thrift store. <laughs> You're like, we, ha- we all have no standards here. Just let it go, okay? <laughs> I know. I think I, like, put all the coats on some random rack back. I left those two coats on the floor, and I was like, we're leaving. It's time to go. <laughs> I like, yeah. grabbed Lincoln and put him in the car. Society didn't serve us today. We're just going home. No. That... <laughs> Was not a good thrift store experience that no. one time. Oh, I remember, like, I tried Wick, like, once. That not, Is that what it's called? It's, like, yeah, it's the Wick. thing. And I remember, like, walking in there. This was, like, when Tanner was a student and just being, like, hi, um, we're poor. Could we receive free food? <laughs> and they were, like, yes. <laughs> but in order to get the food, you have to, like, sit through these, like, 30-minute interviews every single month, I think. Or, mm-hmm. like... Some like a checkup and like they tell like you that. all of the things that you're doing wrong as a parent and like where they need to be and I was like no nothing's worth this I will just no. work harder and like make money in order to feed my kid I'm sorry I can't have someone like judging me every week like being like um I see that you're not giving your child enough vegetables and I'm like she's one please I can't get her please to eat anything grace. besides milk <laughs> please that's Lincoln with mac and cheese right now. I, like, try, like, every time I go for his checkup and they're like, mm-hmm. does he have a good variety? Is his, like, diet pretty good? And I was like, yep, like, once a week he eats some carrots. He's getting some protein. He's it's getting fine. He's getting stuff. Yeah. If he's huh. eating, I'm happy. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, you know, and then we just cry. But I live in the South now where everyone, like, Adelaide will, like, throw these huge, because I'm two, like, she's two and a half now. She's reached the point where it's, like, mm-hmm. she, it was so funny. At Disney World, Tanner looked at me and he was, like, this is horrible. Like, she is, like, <laughs> uncontrollable. And I was, like, oh, no, this is her normally. He's, like, don't say that. Like, this is much worse than it. And I'm, like, no, you've been, on, you've been <laughs> finished. My husband's going to PA school right now. And I'm, like, no, you don't understand. This is her every freaking day. I love, I've gotten to the point where I'm, like, no, I'm not taking her to run an errand. Like, you can't run an yeah. errand with a kid. Like, I have to it's either hard. leave her with like Tanner or I have to like get a babysitter or like I have to accept that at any point I will just abandon ship. I will abandon an entire cart full of groceries yep. and be like, it's not worth it. I can't do this. <laughs> You're literally no. screaming so much. Yep. <laughs> like if it's more than 15 <laughs> items, I have to, I can't, I have to grocery pick up it. I have to like, like I'm not, I don't even take my kid into the library if I'm going to get books for me because it is only her show. And yep. so I like the like, oh. yeah, go. I took Lincoln into the library with me to pick a book up, and I had literally that day bought him a new teddy bear because he loves teddies and, like, soft things, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that he had, like, dropped his teddy on the floor in the library until after I got home, and I, it's still there. I have not gone to pick it up. I'm like, I just, I can't. It's just too much. Going to, like, going to this one library that is not the one I usually go to is too much for me right now. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You're doing great, Anna. They have it. I'll eventually get it one day. <laughs> one day, it's fine. I'd rather just buy another teddy bear and be like, "This is it. Forget about it. It's not ours I, anymore." Really, I'm close to it. <laughs> Can I just tell you? So last night, a bird got into our house, and it was like, <laughs> like Tanner. After I got home from Disney World, we didn't want to cook dinner. We literally don't have any groceries in our house because we're about to go visit my family for two weeks, mm-hmm. and we literally was like, we're like. All of a sudden, I get a call from Tanner. I'm in my room with a book, and I hear, I get a call, Celine, there's a bird in our house. And I was like, what? How did a bird get in our house? And he's <laughs> like, um, I opened the door when the pizza came, and then a bird flew in, and now it's stuck, and I can't get it out. And I was like, what? And I was like, no, nah, we got this. I was videotaping it, because I thought it was super funny, and you just, yeah. I listened to it again, and you hear, parenting has changed us. Like, I can't watch a commercial with a baby. <laughs> I can't, like, read a book where they mention children or anything, because... Like, you just hear me and Tanner, like, with this small animal. We're like, hey, birdie. Hey. Come on. Come on down. Like, I couldn't. Like, we were just, like, we, our hearts were, like, so soft towards this bird. And we were just sitting there, like, come on. Okay. Okay. Come on down. And Tanner, in his, like, little dad voice, is just, like, like, we are so soft. And we, like, we're so Trying to, like, parent this hurt. bird out of your house. Yes. We were just, like, come on get on the bird, get on the broom, come on, like, we just, like, it was the most annoying that I've ever been, that I literally was looking at this video, so funny. and we were just, like, we're so soft now, it's <laughs> ruined us, like, we are so soft, I prayed for the bird last night, I literally was, like, God, please let this bird, because it kept running into oh the wall, and I was, like, please let this bird, like, live, I was, like, Taylor, do we need to adopt it, like, I want, I don't want it to, like, die in the middle of the night, do you just and own Taylor, this bird now, Tanner, like, <laughs> Tanner, like, went outside and checked on, he's, like, it's in the grass, Celine. And I was, like, why isn't it in the tree? Is it okay? Like, it's really cold at night. <laughs> like, I was so concerned about this bird. Oh. Okay. That's hilarious. Back to, back to the topic of the month, of the week. I know. The Sorry. Time. A little endeavors for you guys there. We're <laughs> exhausted. We've reached the end. Me and Anna, like, I shot 25 weddings <laughs> in the course of three months. Anna, like, I don't even know how your life is. We, we're tired. It's a little crazy. We're drained from parenthood. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I said, let's talk about our parenting experiences, we had a lot to say. So, 
Yes. Why don't you start with um, the best book that you read this year? Okay. So there's a couple books, obviously, because I've read a couple books this year. Just a couple. Um, but I'll get into one that we haven't really talked about a ton about. Um, and I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I was reading it. And mm-hmm. it's this book called um, Serpent and Dove. And nice. I should have been better prepared and I should have had, like, the author's name pulled up. I got you, girl. You just talk okay, about it and I'll pull it up. Yes. Okay, so let me read Shelby a little excerpt for you. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the little back cover. Bound as when to love, honor, or burn. Two years ago, Louise LeBlanc fled her coven and took shelter in the city of Susserin. Forsaking all magic and leaving off whatever she could steal. There, witches like Lou are hunted, they are feared, and they are burned. Sworn to the church as a Chaucer, Reed Diggory has lived his life by one principle. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. His path was never meant to cross with Lou's, but a wicked stunt forces them into an impossible union. Holy matrimony. The war between witches and church is an ancient one, and Lou's most dangerous enemies bring a fate worse than fire. Unable to ignore her growing feelings, yet powerless to change what she is, a choice must be made. And love makes fools of us all. Wait, her, her name is Louise LeBlanc, which means, like, Louise the White. Yeah. Which is, because that's, her mom that's is That's, like, known. my maiden name. So I'm like, wait, that's my maiden name. Like, hey. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Celine White. But it, she's, her name is that because her mom is the most powerful. Like, she's head of one of the covens, the Ooh. LeBlancs, I think. And her mom has this, like, flowing white hair. So it's, like, an iconic mm. thing. Um, iconic. It was really good. I really enjoyed this read. And Lou, like, I think I liked it so much is because Lou starts out as this, like, crass character. And Reed is this, like, he just wants to be, like, this perfect gentleman. And so, like, as, like, the story goes on, you're, like, both of them have their character flaws, obviously. Um, Yeah. And I'll get into it really quick. Like, I don't want to give too much of it away. But basically something happens. And she tries to steal something. And doesn't get caught but she gets seen by someone okay and she gets seen by reed and then later on certain circumstance happens and reed ends up going to this play with um oh shoot what's the guy who's like in charge he's not like the priest but like he's someone like that six pages in i'm right now i'm at like a whorehouse and i'm very confused that's that's where i'm at right now (laughs) it like opens there and you're like they're like this is very dirty in french where am i (laughs) It gets better. It starts off really cross, I will say, but it gets really I was good. like, I was like, Anna, you recommended this to me. Why am I here? But it's really good. I know. Okay, I'm following along. <laughs> it does get good. But so basically, oh, I think it's like the bishop. So Reed ends up going with like the bishop to this play thing because they have to for like their image. And okay. then Reed sees Lou there and just in like a fit of like, he just needs answers for this, these things that have been happening. He starts mm-hmm. like chasing her. Mm-hmm. Um... And he chases her backstage, and he, like, f- they, like, tussle a little bit, and they, like, fall onto, like, the actual stage through the curtains. <gasps> and everyone's like, <gasps> it's, like, this very, like, oh, my gosh, like, moment. And, like, Lou plays it off as, like, help, like, he's attacking me. And the only way that the bishop can see to, like, make the situation salvageable so that Reed isn't, like, tossed out of, like, the Chaucer Tower or, like, he, you know, excommunicated, basically, from these people is that he's, like, this is his new wife, and he's trying to teach her a lesson about, like, 
listening to him and being like following every word that he says and being a good wife. And oh, then basically true. everyone's like, oh, okay. So then he, the he feminist in me just lit them. on fire. I literally was right? like, excuse me? <laughs> right? So then he marries them to be like, she's not your wife. Like, there's no way out of this. Eventually you can probably like kill her and like say that it was an accident. But you know, your word reads not going to do that because he, he's like striving to be this good person. And so like a lot of the book is, so she is a witch and he doesn't know that. And cause she's in hiding. And so they're like married. And a lot of it turns out to be like him facing harsh realities about what he thought was like the perfect world. And then even her facing harsh realities about like who she thought these evil people were. So like they both come to like common ground and they both start to like really care for each other. And there's obviously this whole story going on. Like, Lou is this essential character. She's, like, this important piece of something that needs to happen. And everyone's after her. And you don't... I mean, like, she knows that, but a lot of people don't. And so I just... I really love it. She's really crass, and he's really sweet. I remember when I was first reading this, I, like, kind of compared it to, like, myself and my husband. Because I'm not, like, super crass or anything, but when I first met my husband, Jalen, he was this like very innocent very sweet man and I was just like I had lived this life of like I was like do you even know who I am Jalen do you even know the things that I've done in my life (laughs) it was just funny I like that was a funny comparison for me so I really like this book and I think that if you guys read it you'd like it and if you do read it and if you have read it like tell us what you think yes we're done that's super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm actually reading it right now, and I'm so excited to, like, get into it. And yes. I, like, I, like, dig, um, I dig when couple when, like, people are married, and, like, this is obviously anything, but, like, I really like it when you get to see husband and wife dynamics, because being a wife, like, it's fun to see, because dating and, and the, the tension of, like, a buildup of a story is mm-hmm. always fun, but, it, like, once you're married, it's so cool to, like, explore the strength of your dynamic and, like, see how you guys, how, like, you and your person are together against the world. Yeah. That's, like, what I loved about, like, the third book of Black Witch is, like, you get to, like, so, see that. So hopefully, do we get to see that in Yeah, and that's what this turns into. Like, he, like, right off the bat, he's like, this isn't ideal and this isn't what I wanted. And he's like, but, like, you're my wife. I will protect you. Yeah. And she, like, she grows to be that with him, too. And, like, they both have this, like, partnership that turns into something really sweet. I love that. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's amazing. I'm excited to read mm-hmm. it. Yes. Um, okay, so the next book that I read this year that I just thought was adorable. So if you just want, like, a quick read that you can just read in an evening and you just want to, like, feel really good about your life. Um, there's this series. And I've only read, like, one book. Um, and it's called, like, the series is called, like, A Bookish Boyfriends, and basically the author takes, like, a, like, a book, like, a famous novel, and then retells it in modern day, and it's, like, this one's called Boy Next Story, and it is, um, where, like, you know, Amy from Little Women, so this is her story Mm -hmm. of how she and Lori get together, and it's adorable, So it says, this is the back of the book, the second book in a series where your favorite literary characters come to life, inspired by the timeless classic Little Women. There's no one better than the boy the next door, at least not according to Aurora Campbell, 14, who's been in love with Tobias May since their very first sandbox kiss. The problem is he's in love with her older sister, Marilee, and Mary is already dating one of his best friends. 
Rory is learning all about pining as her class reads The, Gary, the Great Gatsby, a book she doesn't find great at all. Also not great, her GPA, which is something she needs to fix quickly if she'd like to apply for the chance to spend a week studying art with her hero in New York City over winter break. But when Miss Gregory um, assigns her to read Little Women for extra credit, Rory discovers more than she expected, both about herself and Toby. Maybe she wasn't in love with the boy next door, but the boy next story. Love is complicated, mm-hmm. and it's all about to get even trickier for Rory at Reginald R. Hero Prep, where the help of one quirky English teacher, students' fantasies come true, often with surprising consequences. So there's, like, this, like, little English teacher, and in the whole thing is, there's, like, a girl who's, like, I don't know what to do with my life, and the English teacher's, like, here's a mm-hmm. book, and then it, like, teaches them, like, they read it, and then they're, like, love, and then, like, the guy, like, mirrors whoever. So, um, Rory's story is, like, absolutely adorable, and it's just so cute, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we read, like, lots of, like, deep, dark novels, and and yes. I just feel like this is, like, the... I want to, like, interview this author because I just really loved reading it and it just yes. made me super happy and um, I'll just kind of read it. So this is a review. I did not grab the person that did it. I'm so sorry. But it's on Goodreads. It's, like, the first one. It says, The boy next story is Rory's story. The youngest of the Campbell gar- girls, Rory has always had trouble finding her place. She's the artistic one, the forgotten one, the one that feels like the extra. Like Amy. Now at a new school, <laughs> she's having even more trouble. Between her failing math grade and being blatantly disliked in her once favorite class art, Rory's having a hard time, and her crush on her neighbor Toby isn't helping since still since he is still head over heels for her sister Marilee. All Rory wants to be seen is to be seen and be herself. Now she needs to figure out how to do that. And, um... I feel like it made me really love, like, Amy from Little Women a little bit, and I got to, like, I love that Rory has, like, a really good arc, and, like, Toby and her, like, are so cute, and, like, they get to go to New York for a little bit, and you get to, like, see New York City, and so Mm -hmm. I read it, like, right at the beginning of quarantine, and I was like, thank you for this, guys, thank you. So I I just think, (laughs) yeah, I think it was good, and so I really loved, I loved it. So it's called uh, The Boy Next Story. Um, and it's a bookish boyfriend's novel. So super dorky, but like, I just, I loved it. It was so cute. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like a, like a little nibble. It's not like the books that we discussed where they're like 700 pages and over like a series and this and that. And like, and there's like 8 billion different like races in one single book. (laughs) Yes. This is like maybe 200 pages at the most. And it's just really happy. And like, it's just a light, happy read. Spoiler. They get together at the end. It's great. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I'm definitely going to read this. Yeah, I, I need to read the other ones. Like, I feel like I need to do, um, I need to read the other ones because I love that one yeah. so much, so. That'd be fun to read together. Yes. Okay. We're at the point okay, where so we're I'm now, gonna... like, some girls sync their cycles. We sync the books that we're reading we so we can, the like. books we read. <laughs> so we can, like, discuss them. We're like, okay, you're going to read that one? Okay, I'm going to read that one, too. <laughs> yes. I love that, though. Okay. Okay. So then a book that I can't wait to read for 2021 for next year is okay so sorry to preface this i'm the kind of person who likes to wait for a series to be completed before reading them Mm -hmm. because i i just like to take it all in at once it's hard for me to wait because then i feel like i forget details um so the first there it's a two series it's two book series and the second one is coming out in 2021 and the first one came out i think like in september Mm -hmm. um but it's called fable And I'll just read the little, like, back page for you and why I think it will be really good. Okay. For 17-year-old Fable, the daughter of the most powerful trader in the Narrows, the sea is the only home she has ever known. It's been four years since the night she watched her mother drown during an unforgiving storm. 
The next day, her father abandoned her on a legendary island filled with thieves and little food. To survive, she must keep herself, keep to herself, learn to trust no one, and rely on the unique skills of her mother that her mother taught her. The only thing that keeps her going is the goal of getting off the island, finding her father, and demanding her rightful place beside him and his crew. To do so, Fable enlists the help of a young trader named Wes to get her off the island and across the narrows to her father. But her father's rivalries and the dangers and the dangers of his trading enterprise have only multiplied since she last saw him. And Fable soon finds that West isn't who he seems. Together, they will have to survive more than the treacherous storms that haunt the Narrows if they're going to stay alive. Welcome to a world made dangerous by the sea and by those who wish to perform it. Where a young girl must find her place and her family while trying to survive in a world built for men. Fable takes you on a spectacular journey filled with romance, intrigue, and adventure. And... One, it sounds so interesting and, like, right up my alley. And two, the, like, cover art for this book is so beautiful. Yeah, It is this, like, girl who has red hair and it's, like, curls. And you, like, it's, like, cut off so you see half of her face. And she has, like, these, like, icy blue eyes and this gorgeous curly red hair and, like, freckles. She looks gorgeous. Anyways, the cover looks really good. And it just sounds like something that's right up my alley. I even think I read, like... A little extra summary and it basically yeah. it says that like um 17 year old fable is a dredger a free diver who excavates rare gems from the coral reefs that fill the narrows for the last four years she's been trying to get off the island of javal find the father who abandoned her and claim her mother's place on his trading crew but when she finally makes it off the island she discovers it may have been the safest place for her and yeah right I think it would be really cool I haven't read too many books with like sea like pirates or things like that involved it sounds Ooh. really interesting it has we a lot of really good reviews I'm like yes see if we can let's get do like it an, like an ARC and then we can bring the author on that would be so fun <gasps> that would be amazing oh my gosh I'll, yeah we'll reach out to her publisher. let's do it get yes. it we've like okay. discovered yeah. so many things about the publishing world and that like oh my gosh we get so to many. like we have, like, I don't think we've talked about this with you guys. Like, we've been emailing um, publishers and authors and stuff like that, trying, like, just seeing who we... And we've got some really awesome authors lined up for mm-hmm. next year that we're interviewing. We actually have an interview on Thursday with the writer of the Black Witch series. We're so freaking pumped to, like, we're discuss so it with you. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so fun. Um, and so, like, we we learned that, like, we can like authors appreciate the publicity we give to people so it's not like Mm -hmm. unheard of for them to come onto our podcast so depending on their schedules and our schedules we i'm down to like do a whole read a recap read about it same that's cool it's decided we're doing it yeah it sounds really good i'm really excited to read it Mm -hmm. okay so the book that i have is called realm breaker so victoria aviard i don't know if you guys have heard of her but she wrote the red queen series which I was obsessed with, like, it was good. I discovered it, I think, like, before I had Adeline, so probably three or four years ago, and I literally, like, it was so intense, I would finish the book, and then I would, like, make a Walmart pickup order, and then pick it up the next morning at, like, 7 a.m., so I could read <laughs> a couple hours before I went to work and stuff, like, it was so intense, and I just felt like her writing was super good. Um, there are a couple of things in Red Queen that, like, I, like, had wit, like, just because that was her first series that she was still learning about, like, how she would write mm-hmm. stuff, and so um, I think she got locked in a little bit with, like, specific characters and tropes and stuff, and so this, this is, like, a new series, and she knows exactly what she wants. She's been world planning and making maps and discovering, and she's been on Instagram, like, discussing, like, 
what goes into the novel and what she's been researching and just doing stuff like that. And so it's really built mm. up the story for me. And I think she's going to go into it. She's outlined it and plotted and planned. So that way it's like, Ooh. feels very full. And, and she, you know, I don't trust her with my heart completely because homegirl is willing, like she does not promise happy endings. Plot twist after freaking plot twist too. Yeah. So she's like kind of brutal as a reader. Like I loved Red Queen, but like you're like no one's safe. Like just, just no. go into it being like, like, get attached, but don't get attached. And, like, I just, I really <laughs> am excited to, like, see how, in Red Queen, I had a hard time loving Mare in mm-hmm. the, especially towards the end, I was just like, could you just, because I, like, I don't mind a sarcastic character, it was just a little, little, so, well, and I, getting to the very end, I remember reading the last book, like, wait, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, yeah. all of this, you went through all of this. Yeah. You fought so hard with each other, like. And yeah, this, we can't, you're not, yes. you're not going we to, can't, I'm like, not, uh, I won't give it away, but I just, yeah. <laughs> but we, wait, she fixed it. She, she wrote a whole other yes, book to yes. like give us some closure. It was fine. But I think that my hope is that she, since that was her first experience with that, like, and she did incredible, like I loved it. And that like, I hope that next, the next series, she takes those things that she was so amazing at and like the growth she has as a writer and that she like gives us a satisfied ending with the series but it's called mm-hmm. realm breaker and i think it's gonna have like at least three or four books because she knows how to, she could write homegirl can write mm-hmm. um like all of her books are like super thick um i, I like my books thick <laughs> anyways so this thick. is what it's called um irresistibly action-packed and full of lethal surprises the stunning new fantasy series from victoria aviard begins where hope is lost and asks when the heroes have fallen who will take up the sword and then it goes, a strange darkness grows in Allward. Even Corrine on Almorat can feel it tucked away in her small town at the edge of the sea. She soon discovers the truth. She is the last of an ancient lineage, the last hope to save the world from destruction. But she won't be alone. Even as darkness falls, she's joined by a band of unlikely companions. A squire, forced to choose between home and honor. An immortal, avenging a broken promise. An assassin, exiled and bloodthirsty. An ancient sorceress whose riddles hide an eerie foresight. A forger with a secret past, a bounty hunter with a score to settle. Together they stand against a vicious opponent, invincible and determined to burn all kingdoms to ash and an army unlike anything the realm has ever witnessed. And that comes out May 4th, so we've got like a few months before it. But I think... That like, sounds so good. I'm super pumped because this is these are like Victoria Averard's strengths and I feel like this is what I think we're guaranteed incredible world building. We're definitely guaranteed a lot of sarcasm mm-hmm. and like wit. Um, she's really, really, really delved into like, like there's going to be castles and she's, there's going to be like, she was talking about in her Instagram stories about, she's like, so today I have to write like a ball scene and I'm not really mad about it. <laughs> she's like, she's like, <laughs> cause then it feels like I'm wearing this, <laughs> this like fancy dress. And I was like, I yes, that. give it to me. I love it when writers have, give us scenes like that. Um, yes. I didn't, I didn't go to prom for myself. I go, like, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, I love this. Like, please put the character in a fancy dress and let her enjoy it. That's I all love I that. ask. Mm-hmm. I love escapism books. But I also feel like you're also, like, her, I love the way she described powers in Red Queen. So I feel like she's going to do that. Yeah, it was really interesting. And they were really diverse. It sounds really good. It sounds really similar to Six of Crows, just mm-hmm. with, like, the dynamic of having what like one two three four five six characters mm-hmm. in one book um and 
I really liked how that was done in Six of Crows. Lee Bardugo yeah. did a great job. So I'm excited yeah. to see how this will go. I like dynamics like this, though, where there's multiple main characters. Yes, 100%. And I think it'll be fun to, like... I think if you have not followed this podcast for, like, more than 10 seconds, Anna and I like books where the girls are the main leads and that they are, yeah. like, gonna conquer the world. That's, like... And they have a power. They're gonna rule everything. Like, yep. if someone's like, I have a book for you. There's a girl in, like, a broken world, and she's given a power, and there's this dark, brooding man who understands her and makes her better. We're like, sign us like, yep, up. send it over. I'll read it right take, now. <laughs> take it. We'll take it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> like, we don't care. Nope. And they all, like, all of their names are, like, basically the same. We don't care. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But Usually it's, like, fantasy, so they're all, like, elfin names, and they're, like, really hard to pronounce. Still love it, though. <laughs> Anna and I have tried to record this episode, because we're trying, like, multiple times we've tried to, like, <laughs> discuss books and, like, go through and recap them, and it has been an epic fail, because, it's like... so hard. Trying to, like, remember all of these people's names and pronounce them correctly, we're just sitting there, like, and then... And like her are just like <laughs> like and then like, we just don't know what to say uh, yeah that's great we'll come to it eventually we're gonna work and on it we're gonna we're gonna work on it really hard and we're gonna release it and you guys will just love it because you we're love like, us hopefully. all 114 of you <laughs> all 10 percent of our audience that is from the uk we're not gonna let you down yep. we got you <laughs> we promise we'll step okay. up <laughs> So that is our episode for the week, though. We adore yeah, you guys. I'm really excited. Could you do us a huge favor and share us on your stories or write us a review? We want to know what you love. We want to know what's super mm-hmm. cool. Like, yeah. We just want to hear from you. Yeah. You guys are the best. You Thanks are for the best. everything. And you guys have been so supportive, especially yes. on our Instagram. Yes. You guys are, like, always words of encouragement when you message us. Yes. Especially, I'm like, I've started books. making these, like... Oh, yes, especially do that. But I've, like, started making, like, TikTok videos. Yes. And the very first one I made, I was like, Selene, I have to post this. I just have to post this and realize that if I look dumb, I look dumb. And you guys yes. are so nice about it, so thank you. <laughs> I literally posted a TikTok video of me just dancing like an idiot in my pajamas, like, in front of folks. So, like, honestly, after that, there's... <laughs> you can't right? go any lower than that. I've hit... I'm at the Brock bottom. <laughs> and you're, like, in a cute blazer, and I'm just in there like, <laughs> this is what you were nervous about? Like, no. are you kidding me? Anyways... Thanks for your support. You guys are awesome, and we'll see you next week.